NFR Extra is a weekly podcast that focuses on the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons that embody the rodeo and Western lifestyle. I, I got my starts in 4-H at a very young age. I was actually involved in 4-H for 11 years, showing market and breeding swine. I don't look like a pig girl, but I am. <laughs> it's it's a fine balance between having fun, but also letting those people know that you're willing, not willing, but you are going to take that job seriously yeah. because there are serious situations that you're put into and they want to see how you handle those. You are receiving two different gifts. One is wrapped in a newspaper and it's kind of a little, not so great looking on the outside. And then you get this other gift that's wrapped in this beautiful gift wrap. It has a big bow on top. Which one are you going to want to open first? You're going to want to open the pretty gift, right? Well, just the same thing when it comes to being a rodeo queen. This is Sam Mayfield, two-time NFR qualifier and reigning world champion. And you're listening to NFR Extra. What a privilege it is to be joined by True Rodeo Royalty. This is going to be awesome. Uh, we are here on NFR Extra, as always, Steve Goder, Miss Brylin Bentley, and Miss Rodeo America, Haley Fredrickson. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, indeed. So tell us a little bit about the process. So if, if there's a young lady that is interested in rodeo but wanted to become Miss Rodeo America, take us through day one all the way to getting the crown. Well, you better saddle up because it's a long eight days. But <laughs> after those eight days, your life is completely changed. You're either going down one way or the other. So uh, like I said, it's an eight-day-long pageant. It's held in conjunction with the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, which we are truly honored to be recognized as one of the world champs. So we go through eight days. We are judged on personality, appearance, and horsemanship. So Compared to your other pageants, our talent is horses. Uh, for some that may not know, we do not travel with our own horses. I have six great horses at home, but I am constantly on other people's, whether that be the stock contractors or mom and pa that just say, hey, I got one in the pasture. I'll bring it to the rodeo. Perfect. Sweet. <laughs> so we are judged on horsemanship, like I said. So that is usually the first event of pageant. Uh, it kind of calms the nerves because a lot of us, we feel most comfortable in the saddle. So it's a great way to start off the pageant. And I should mention too, we are at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Uh, so we are super excited to be calling that home for the Miss Rodeo America pageant. Uh, so then we move on throughout the week. We go through two interviews, personality and horsemanship interview. Uh, we do a written test based off our rodeo knowledge. And sprinkled throughout the week, we also do impromptu speaking where we have to answer questions on our feet based off of our rodeo knowledge or personality. Uh, we do extemporaneous speaking where we have to prepare a minute and a half speech. For oh, what minutes. speaking? Extemporaneous speaking. That's Don't a big try word. To spell it, yeah, so. no, it's I It's a could, big word. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Good it's, job. It's uh, taking me a couple of years to actually pronounce it correctly. <laughs> what do you feel like out of that competition? What was your strong suit? What did you feel most confident doing? Well, uh, trying out for my state title, I struggled with interviews. So I made interviews my absolute favorite part of pageant. So I really focused heavily on the interviews. It is your only guaranteed time, one-on-one uh, -on -one time with those judges. Therefore, I felt it was important to really showcase myself to them. 
And I did just that. So interviews was my absolute favorite part just because I did get that one-on-one time and uh, really showcased who Haley Fredrickson was. I like how Andy opened up and said, this is going to be awesome, but we had about 30 minutes before where we were talking and it already started out awesome. (laughs) That was like, I mean, you're very poised and professional right now, but uh, you know, when you kind of turn it up, there's a lot of personality behind you. So I think that when you get comfortable in that and you focus on that interview side of it, it, that really comes through. And I mean, I think that's definitely, I think a strong suit that you mastered well. Well, thank you. I, uh, it's, it's a fine balance between having fun, but also letting those people know that you're willing, not willing, but you are going to take that job seriously yeah. because there are serious situations that you're put into and they want to see how you handle those. So you said, uh, we talked about, we we're talking obviously about the Miss Rodeo America pageant, but the state queen first, you know, you don't make it here first, you got to make it there. And so you had that title for two years, two years, lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky. me. <laughs> so what, what, what was that like? Uh, well, a long, long awaited journey in terms of trying out for Miss Rodeo America. It was uncharted territory because we had never had this happen in the pageant's history where we've canceled the Miss Rodeo America pageant. So that was why I had received my second year as Miss Rodeo Colorado. And even though I say it was, it was a long awaited journey, it was a blessing in disguise because I had a second year to prepare for my dream job. Yeah. I mean, how how could you not look at that with the glass half full versus half empty? So it just better prepared myself for this position. So even though it was another year away from my personal life, uh, it was it was a blessing. So what's your personal life look like before Miss Rodeo America? I don't know. I've been in this for so long. I don't remember what it's like. <laughs> I uh, I had graduated college in 2019. Where'd you go to? Uh, CSU, go Rams! But I'll soon be a hopefully a um, Oklahoma State University. Go Sooners. Pokes! Go Pokes! Pokes yeah. Yes. I was, well, I was going to say, man, did I butcher that? No, no, yeah, no that's right. You got it right. <laughs> so I'll be getting my master's from them. But going back, I graduated in 2019 from CSU. Uh, not even a month after the fact, I had won the title Miss Rodeo Colorado. Uh, compared to other states, some have this program, some do not, but we have a lady-in-waiting program. So I was lady-in-waiting for six months just preparing for my supposedly just one year as Miss Rodeo Colorado, but really I was preparing for two years. And then I started my official reign as Miss Rodeo Colorado 2020 in January 1st of 2020. So I have not yet gotten a taste of adult personal life, so to speak, but I wouldn't trade what I'm doing for the world. I mean, I just like I was talking to you guys, this is the greatest internship I could possibly have ever gained just because it is preparing me for my professional career. What was your degree in? So I graduated uh, with my majors in animal sciences and a minor in agricultural business. Uh, I want to pursue my master's in uh, ad communications. So marketing is what I essentially want to do. Uh, I'm in the probably a, a huge marketing position right now as Miss Rodeo America. So again, a great internship, a great way to prepare myself for that next step in life, which I'm super excited about. Did you grow up in agriculture? I did. I, I grew up in a, a farming, ranching community primarily. Uh, and so I, I got my starts in 4-H at a very young age. I was actually involved in 4-H for 11 years, showing market and breeding swine. 
I don't look like a pig girl, but I am. <laughs> I eat like one too. That a girl. <laughs> and so that kind of really uh, was the driving force behind my passion for agriculture, especially being raised in a state that was so rich in history and, and the Western lifestyle in general, yet is such a hard hit industry in the state. So I found it upon myself to to be uh, to take a stand, so to speak. And I had a great platform to speak upon as Miss Radio Colorado and use that to my benefit and not only promoted my first and foremost passion for the professional sport of rodeo, but for agriculture as well. Kind of goes hand in hand. It's, you know, I mean, like rodeo and agriculture, production agriculture, you look at the roots of rodeo, where that all came from. And so that's a really positive uh, way to tie those two together because they both really do need support in going forward, especially this day and age. Well, and I always say that we're stronger together, as cliche as that is. Uh, we're both going through hardships. And especially in this day and age, you know, some of these cowboys and cowgirls, I always, when I go to school visits, I talk about, you know, we are a professional sport. Um, however, compared to your other professional sports, we are not paid to play. We pay to play. Therefore, we are not guaranteed a paycheck when we leave that arena. We have to work our tail ends off to succeed in what we do. And sometimes when those cowboys and cowgirls don't walk away with a paycheck, they go back to their working farms and ranches to earn their living. So, yes, they do go hand in hand seamlessly together. Las Vegas. Um, it's my understanding that it did not all start during the national finals rodeo for you here in this city. What does Las Vegas mean to you originally? So my very first trip to Las Vegas, I have an extensive background in dance. Uh, and so with that being said, I, I competed for a dance studio. Um, so I was invited to a national dance competition here in Las Vegas. That was my first trip here. So to me, Vegas has always been about entertainment and really Dance and rodeo, they kind of go hand in hand, too. Sure. If you're, you're not dancing at a rodeo, you're doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at the Bear Garden? Yeah. There's a lot of different dancing that happens at a rodeo. <laughs> but what I'm trying to connect the two is, again, entertainment. Uh, rodeo is not just a sport. It is a show. It is a production. And being in this position and being a part of the rodeo production has really grown this appreciation for not just the sport, but what actually goes into the actual performance and is what has inspired me to, again, not only pursue a career in marketing, but to possibly pursue or continue my passion for what really goes on behind the scenes or behind the backdrop at a rodeo. Uh, I think it's amazing what we're able to do and that a lot of people don't see or realize. So dance is kind of the same way too. There's a lot that goes behind the curtains. And when you mess up, you're the only one that knows. Yeah. Are we talking like tap dancing, clogging? What kind of dancing? <laughs> do I look like a clogger? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm far be it for me to judge here. So. What kind of dancer do I look <laughs> like? <laughs> Hip hop or ballet? Two completely opposites. But those are the two I got, guess. Uh, I actually did it all. So in oh. order to, I, yes. So you I, made it on point? Like I did. I, and actually ballet and point were my favorites. Uh and I compare them to riding horses all the time. You know, a, a good foundational discipline is English. Ballet was the foundational discipline for all genres of dance. It taught you uh, core strength and muscle and uh, 
it was a great way to expand upon that. And English is kind of the same way. My mom actually grew up writing English and then moved into the, to the uh, Western saddle. And I didn't ride English starting off, but I kind of compare the two. Dance and rodeo. Who would have ever thought they would be? No, I know. I know. But that's the easiest way for me to fall off is to ride a flat saddle. Just <laughs> oh, slide right off. I yeah. can't even imagine. But yeah, so I did all disciplines of dance and ballet and point were my absolute favorite. But man, I like to get down with some hip hop too. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. No. Feel a little groovy. <laughs> <laughs> groovy with hip hop. Good. Right. Okay. Yeah. So oh. follow follow that up with going to CSU. Why did you pick CSU and, and is there a special meaning to you going to college? Yes. Um, funny enough, you know, as much as I love my alma mater, I CSU was not my first pick. Really? No, I had uh, applied to OSU. I wanted to go to Oklahoma and I'm an only child. And my parents said, oh, I don't know if you're ready <laughs> quite yet to go off on your own. So uh, despite my fight, um, I agreed with them and went to CSU instead. Uh, now I'm old enough and can make that decision for myself. <laughs> I'm going to go to OSU and move to Oklahoma. Um, there goes our little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll probably cry when they hear this, but it's okay. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Family meeting right now. Yes, yes. Let's take a quick pause. We'll return in a few moments. Looking to rope in some new news and features you can't find anywhere else? then look no further than the series of blogs and vlogs at nfrexperience.com. You'll find customized content on all things rodeo and Las Vegas. There's the NFR Insider with Susan Canode, Hurley's Hotspots, NFR Experience, Junior World Finals, one-on-one with Wrangler contestants, Behind the Shoots, Heart of the NFR, and Gold Buckle Buzz. Going to college at Colorado State, did it have special meaning to you? Yes. Okay. Yes, it did. Um, I was actually a first-generation college graduate. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm the very first one in my family to graduate. Uh, School has always been a priority of mine. I believe in higher education. I also believe that college is not for everyone. And if college is not your fit, that is completely fine. God has a better plan for you, and he is trying to tell you, hey, don't spend your money here. Spend yep. it somewhere else. <laughs> but school has always been a passion of mine. I've always kind of been the teacher's pet. So I knew from a very young age that I wanted to go to a big university. Uh, so I saved up. My parents saved up. And I graduated with no student debt. Awesome. Wow. That's, Good for you. That's an accomplishment right there. Good for you. And that was a lot to my parents. And I thank them every day for them supporting me all that way. Wow. What do your parents do? So my dad works in oil and gas. And my mom is the best stay-at-home mom. Uh, She actually taught fitness for a long time growing up, so she was a yoga instructor. Namaste. Uh, Namaste. Uh, So uh, kind of an interesting mix, um, but also kind of going and playing off of my platform for agriculture. Uh, The oil and gas industry is another industry that I'm oddly passionate about as well. Uh, It's actually, it's an, agricultural commodity. Uh, so they kind of plays in hand with agriculture and representing that. It's so actually on my Miss Rodeo Colorado shops. I have a cow-calf and a windmill. So our number one ag commodity in Colorado was cow-calf operations. And then on the other side, I had a pump jack and an oil rig uh, for oil and gas because that is our number one energy sector in the state of Colorado. 
again, another hard hit industry. And I think it needs to have more of a voice, uh, more of a positive voice. Um, and uh, really enjoyed representing both of those industries. All right. Of your trinkets, which do you love the most? And which is like, oh my gosh, this is, I have to get my crown straight. It is a crown, right? Yes, okay. Yes. All right. Um, but which which of your trinkets do you like the best, and which one are you always frustrated with? In terms of like what I wear, yeah, I would have to say. Well, you've kind of mentioned it, the crown. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only get to wear it once a year. Do you guys want to take a guess on how much it's worth? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm throwing. I'm spinning the tables so, on you. Price is right. Uh, I am going to say the crown costs two thousand dollars. I was gonna go with like sixty five, depending, like sixty five thousand. Don't say one dollar. This is not the price, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, safety up. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, Montana Silversmith. Uh, Landstrom's Black Hills Gold. Okay. Um, I will say eighty five hundred. Ten thousand. I'm gonna say ten. See, and I was gonna go down to twenty five. Uh, do you want to go twenty five? No, no, it's too late. No, okay. no sides. Okay. okay. Um. Well, both of you are wrong. You were the closest. It is worth forty thousand dollars. Holy cow! So I have. That's to why make you sure. only wear it once a year. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anybody yeah. see my crown? I lost it in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some pearls out there. In the Holy! Oh, Can wow. we see it? Where's it at? Yeah, it's right there in the the crown or in the the hat. I'll look at it later. Okay. I gotta get okay. it. I gotta get, get a glimpse of this. Okay, thing. so that one you have like a security team. You're like everyone. I, it literally just slides right on to my Greenly Hatworks hat. Um, the only thing that's securing it is toupee tape that I put on oh, my forehead come on. and bobby pins. Oh boy! What does it weigh? It's not that heavy, surprisingly. Um, I'd say 10, 15 ounces. Wow! Oh, and and I would get in a lot of trouble like if I put it on and took a picture with it, right? Andy, stay in your lane, bud. Yes. We're not going there for so many different reasons. Oh, my gosh. I apologize. So so what other, like, you know, are your, you you talked about your chaps being custom. Are they, is there anything special about them other than that? So those were my Miss Rodeo Colorado chaps that I had talked about. Uh, Probably have seen glimpses of them uh, walking around the hotel uh, but my Miss Rodeo America shops, they are bright gold and purple. I told Joey Bauer, who is our shop sponsor, that I wanted something bright and people would remember. And by golly, she made gold and purple shops. So <laughs> they are going to be very uh, hard to forget. And then I get another pair of shops too. Uh, and I'm theming them PRCA themed. Uh, I think it's been a long time awaiting to actually have some PRCA dedicated shops. So I got approval to use the PRCA logo. And our PRCA slogan, which is we are pro rodeo. And that'll be on the shops themselves. The shops will be all white and the PRCA logo on one side, the PRCA slogan on the other. Uh, so really, really excited to see those. Very nice. Um, but uh, I think another token that I'm a little partial to is my buckle, uh, my Montana Silversmiths buckle. So just like your world champ buckles that you see, they're made by the same people and go through the same process. So I, I know I'm not sometimes recognized as a world champ, but I have a very similar object that they all have as well. What is it like traveling throughout the year? We touched on this a little bit yesterday, and I want you to talk about the challenges it has been. You know, our boys and girls at Rodeo all year long, they 
travel with partners, they travel in rigs, but you are typically on an airplane or in a rental car. How does that work? <laughs> yes, I, I am very glad that I'm not driving right now. Uh, mm. I have a, a diesel truck at home, so... Um, <laughs> Thank goodness I'm not paying $300 for diesel right now. Um, But in terms of flying, I struggle, and I'm a girl, I struggle with the packing, trying to keep it in 50 pounds. And my committee realized that I struggled with packing, so they sent me a brand new suitcase and a little baggage scale so that I would (laughs) stop charging $300 everywhere I went for baggage. (laughs) So packing has been a learning curve, so to speak. I mean, I'm not packing for a regular person. Right. I'm packing shaps, at least two to three pairs of boots. I have to say it. She's a woman that comes with baggage. <laughs> a Andy. good kind of baggage. I, I can laugh at that, just oh, so I, you know. Okay. It's okay. All right. It's okay. Is well, that, is that think, not allowed? No, you got it. Okay. Good. All right. But the baggage is, you know, filled with jewels and boots. And I obviously travel just a little bit compared to what you're doing, but... It is a serious challenge to pack women's clothes, okay? Like, I get you guys have your starch jeans and your starch shirts, and they, they all fold the up real nice. Day. They all wear the same pants. Half the time, they wear two pairs of jeans for six days. I look good. Well, no, you're, you're on a good point. So tell us where you go from the 4th of July to right after that, because I, I, I want to pull this all together. Well, I will be going to, well, I'll be spending my 4th of July at the Grizzly Stampede, celebrating our 100th celebration. Very exciting. And then soon after that, I head on up to the rodeo with altitude, a rooftop uh, in Estes Park. Colorado. Okay, so that that time frame, you know, how many? There's five or six performances in Greeley, and then there's five or six performances in two places that are eighty miles apart. So you have to have outfits, boots, all these different types of things because there's a very good chance that people might have gone to both events. So And you can't be seen in exactly, the outfit. Exactly. So when you have that much material, you're I, I, I get your point. I was joking about the baggage comment, but <laughs> or you, you yes, yes. But it, it it is a lot to be able to manage all of those things that come come with And you. I, I don't mean to sound materialistic, but I I always try to hold myself up to even beyond the highest standards. And I want people when they do see me especially if they've seen me at two rodeos back to back that they're just amazed every time. Right. So it comes down to the outfits sometimes, but also having that good personality on the inside too, just like we were talking. Yeah. Yeah. When we were talking earlier too, when you said that about the world champions and the buckle, like, well, they don't really see me as a world champion. And we were saying this is like all the other contestants here is every single year they're hoping to become a world champion, you know, and that's their main goal. With your deal, it is one shot, it is over. So it's not only just like, oh, yeah, you're, I mean, it's not like, well, I'm going to go again next year. No, 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 you did it. It's, you're done. And so for that, I think that that almost sets a different precedence of like, that's an accomplishment that is quite the feat. Again, congratulations on that. And it was, I mean, I wish that we had the recording, Rylan, you weren't here, (laughs) of uh, earlier on because, uh, I mean, it was funny. That was like so much personality to where you said, you know, people, they do look at you and you do dress to impress to where it can kind of be a little bit intimidating sometimes. But when you get to know somebody such as yourself that's smart, pretty, educated, all those things, and nice, it's like, wow, that's something I want to be. And so you can really reach a lot of people. Well, like I said, you know, at, at the Miss Forty America pageant, we're judged on appearance. And 
again, appearance may be seen as very materialistic. And I've always expressed that appearance is like you are receiving two different gifts. One is wrapped in a newspaper and it's kind of a little not so great looking on the outside. And then you get this other gift that's wrapped in this beautiful gift wrap. It has a big bow on top. Which one are you going to want to open first? You're going to want to open the pretty gift, right? Well, just the same thing when it comes to being a rodeo queen. Are you going to want to talk to the girl that's more put together and professional or the girl that looks like she just woke out of bed? And when you talk to that girl, that's when you start to see what's on the inside. That's when you start to see the personality and and the genuine cowgirl spirit that's behind the crown and sash. We're not just glitz and glam. We, we're we real people. We're real cowgirls, yeah. just like everybody else. Well, that wrapping, like you're saying, that should be indicative of what is complimentary for the, for the president's side. You know, it's like, this is, we took a lot of time to wrap this, and it looks good because it's worth taking care of and wrapping. So it's like, this is a reflection of who I am. And I'm a reflection of the PRCA. I want to, again, I have very high standards for myself and for what I represent and the organization that I represent. So I want to make sure that I look my absolute best everywhere I go, even if I am just flying to my next destination. Yeah. Well, you know what comes with the job, but what's the biggest surprise to you about being Miss Rodeo America? Oh, golly. You know, it's uh, being a state title holder for two years, you, you dream of what it's like to be Miss Rodeo America. And I think what surprised me the most was people saying that, oh, you're famous now. You know, you're famous. And that is not the case. And I actually, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are treated like a famous person, but I absolutely cannot stand that word. I hate the word famous. I do not consider myself famous at all. People that are famous are the Kardashians or Queen Elizabeth or people like that. To me, famous is a negative term. I consider myself being influential. Nice. Meaning that I want to make a difference. I want to leave a lasting impression. To me, famous is just people that you see pictures of and you just think, wow, I wonder what it's like to be them. Instead, being influential is I want to be them. That was extemporaneous. Yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Don't use your big college words on me. Sorry. I struggle with big words. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Well, I think you know the answer to this. That's one. why I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I'm from Colorado, but I am the least Coloradan gal you will find. I am not a granola. Uh, I have never climbed a mountain in my life. I have never driven a Subaru in my life. Um, we did that all in one day. We didn't drive a Subaru. I was going to say no. the Subaru. Too. No, oh. no. Uh, I I did catch a ride in a Subaru one time, and that was <laughs> never again. Uh, but we. You did guys go- going to softball? Pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh did go rock climbing, and uh, I thought to myself, "Well, this will just be the the only time that I get to do this." And Andy, gosh darn it, we get to do it again. I can't wait. No, Aren't it you was, excited? It was, it was one of those <laughs> things that once you got on the mountain, you're like, all right, we're here and we're harnessed in. Like, there's no turning back now. We got to keep climbing. <laughs> so Andy was following behind me and Jordan Tierney, Miss Rody America, shoot, she was climbing those mountains like a mountain goat. And I'm like following behind her like a scared little girl I was. <laughs> and so Andy was behind me and we, the first, uh, leg up the mountain we had to scale the face of a rock and 
of course, you know, you tell yourself, don't look down. Well, what the heck do you do? You look down. <laughs> and I look down. Then I look over at Andy. Of course, he's he's uh, focus, focusing on He was to scared, too. Don't kid yourself. Terrified, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't scared. No, uh, yes, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was just trying to help everybody keep moving along, but I was scared, too. Well, I thought to myself, I'm going to have to tell this guy to turn back around because I can't do it. I'm so scared. But then I told myself, well, Haley, this is probably going to be the only time you get to do to climb a mountain and nope, I should have turned Andy to turn back around that first time. Cause now I get to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Haley. This is, this has been a joy and congratulations on, on being a part of this once in a lifetime opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's been an honor and a pleasure to talk to you guys. I listen to this podcast all the time and I actually listened to it, uh, to it while studying for Miss Rodeo America. So it's an honor to actually be a part of it this time around. Thank you, and congratulations on uh, whatever your next venture in life is, and best of luck to you on that. Thank you. Good luck and uh, safe travels and happy packing. (laughs) (laughs) Happy packing and happy trails. Yeah. (laughs) Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com, and we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe.